Hey, mates, the Comedy Festival is upon us. It is happening in Melbourne right now. Carl, say I'm someone who's interested in seeing some things at the Comedy Festival. What can I go and check out that I might enjoy? Um, if you're listening to this, you may enjoy a little thing that we do called the Live Little Dum Dum Club on mm-hmm. a Monday in yep. Melbourne. I've oh, heard we, of it. Yes, okay, I'll go on then. 7.15 uh, at the Town Hall, we do an absolutely live hour podcast. We've got three special guests on there, minimum. Yep. Uh, we don't have a maximum What's, at this point. Okay, I'm going to say maximum of like... Ten. Ten would be ten would be too many. Ten's a lot. Ten's too many. I'm yeah. going to guarantee less than ten. Single okay. figure de- guests. Between three and ten special yeah. guests every episode. Uh, Mondays uh, in the town hall. Uh, you can find our ones from last year at the little dum dum and have a listen and see what you'll be in for. We had amazing guests. We've got amazing shows lined up as well. We're also doing our own stand up comedy shows uh, every night of the festival in the Forum Theatre. Seven fifteen. Uh, you can see my show spread. Then you can have a little break in between. Get yourself a little bit of dinner and then follow it up at 9.45 with Carl Chandler has literally 1.5 million jokes. Uh, And also on top of that, heaps of friends of the show. Uh, Go and look at the blackboard. Look at the guide. So many people who've been on the show have shows. Here's a quick suggestion. If you want to watch the whole three, if you want to watch Tommy and my show, in between you can go and see Xavier Michaelidi's show. Mm, Yeah, Uh, in the same venue. Yeah, really wear yourself out. Yep. Really poop yourself. And for people in Sydney, uh, as soon as that finishes, we are coming up to do a quick run of both of our shows in Sydney at the end of April. Yeah, April 25th. Uh, we're doing our own shows for three nights only. We've got a live little dum-dum club on the Saturday, uh, all at the Factory Theatre, and we might be planning something a bit special for after the live show. Uh, we'll keep you updated on that. But, yeah, sydneycomedyfest.com.au for all the tickets to that. Guys, that's enough plugging. Uh, you get the show for free every week. Please come down, spend some money, see some live comedy. Uh, we'd love to see you there, and enjoy the festival. See you, mates. Welcome to the Melbourne International Town Hall Comedy Festival. Festival, little Dum Dum live show. Please go crazy and welcome to the stage Tommy Dasilo and Carl Chandler. Yay! We forgot 50% of the microphones. Sweet work. Hey everyone, thanks very much for coming down to see Little Dum Dum Club live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. My name is Tommy Dasilo. Standing next to me, the other half of the show, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickheads. Oh, we heard that twice in the last two weeks. Yeah, that's gone better. That's gone better the other times we've done it. It was pretty full. There was no excuse for no cheering then. (laughs) Uh, Round of applause. Uh, Who's familiar with the show? Who's heard our show before? Lady, lady in the second row just did this. <laughs> I feel like everyone that knows is up, is up the front, so that's cool, but there's just a whole background of people going, oh, fuck, Tom Gleeson sold out. <laughs> but this is, again, this is, uh, I love when this happens, like this lady down the front row, like, I have no idea what this is. Better sit second from the front. Um, <laughs> I want to be close yeah. to whatever it is that's yeah. about to happen. I don't want to miss out on whatever the fuck this is. Yeah. <laughs> um, how have you been going festival last, last week then, Tommy Dasley? Me? Oh, uh, oh, oh, what's got, what's got people, happening here? We've got people yelling out already. What's happening? What's happening, guys? <laughs> Started strong and then backed right out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to pop up on a podcast. Oh, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> Uh, my festival's been going good. I've sort of lost my voice a little bit, as you can hear. Yeah. Uh, there have been, there've been numerous requests on the Facebook page and to me on Twitter. People wanting me to lose my voice because apparently I sound a bit sexier without it. So, uh, yeah. a big response to that statement, hasn't yeah. it? Uh, anyone <laughs> agree with that? Same woman again. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. 
Um, oh, look, uh, for people that listen to the show, I talked a little bit uh, a couple of weeks ago. I was coming up to doing a gig on an aeroplane. I was going to do stand-up on an aeroplane. You don't need to have heard that episode to then hear this story. Um, but you do need to be familiar with what aeroplanes are. Everyone? No, the same woman in the front row. Not on to it. She's never heard our podcast or been on an aeroplane. <laughs> this is her first experience on Earth right now. Um, so I did a gig on an aeroplane, which, um, you know, imagine how that would go. And that's how that went. Um, <laughs> quite weird. Um, you, know, you know when you have like, the, the phones up the front of the plane where the stewardesses use that to communicate? Like, that's what we had to use as a microphone. So, yeah, so not good. Um, and there's like a button that, you know, like stewardesses press for like, you know, a second to go, hey guys, um, we're about to take off, um, sit down or whatever, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I Live that's, your lives, you're in the sky, there's yeah. no laws up here. That's, Do what you want. Yeah, yeah. So we had to hold that down for 10 minutes. Um, so that was the whole gig, just holding that button down for 10 minutes. It was quite weird. But, so we got Hang sat- on. People just really empathised with you then. People down the front went, oh, yeah. he had to hold down a button. That's nothing. That is, no- that is not That's a bad day com- at the office at all. That's nothing compared with the miracle of flight, which was <laughs> happening at the time. <laughs> Oh, I had to do this with your finger. That yeah. sounds terrible. For 10 minutes, you said. Yeah. But um, what happened was there was a... Um, we had to sit in the second row. There was Pete Hellier, myself and Tommy Little, all friends of the show. And we sat in the, f- the second row waiting for it to all happen. And just before we go on, like, we're, we're it's quite nervous because people get nervous about flight already. We're nervous about doing stand-up while we're flying, going, this is going to be possibly the worst gig of all time. So we're just getting ready. We're pumping each other up. And then the stewardess comes to the front row. We're in the second row. She goes to the front row and bends down and goes, so guys, um, this is going to happen now at the moment. There's going to be stand-up. And then she bends down and just says really loudly, why are you guys so sad? <laughs> and we're like, to oh, you? The, no, 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 to the front oh, row. Right. So then instantly we know we're going to be playing to a very sad front row right. in the middle of the air. Right. So um, what happens then is I go up and do my gig and I'm watching everyone else go up and there's some guy inexplicably just sort of half leaning out of the row with an iPad who's filming the gig <laughs> but then instantly flipping it around so filming behind him at the same time, and just, just looking like this is the most awesome moment of his life, just holding up an iPad going... <laughs> just looking everywhere like a two-year-old child on Christmas Day going, how good's this? Oh, just doing it. So I get up, address the, the, the guy, when I'm doing stand-up, address that there's a guy holding up an iPad. Everyone goes, oh, that's funny, huh, whatever. I get six minutes, seven minutes into my gig. I watch the guy slowly go... Just pulls the iPad down, <laughs> packs it away, puts it under his chair. You look over and he's just started watching Game of Thrones yeah, with his headphones yeah. on. And of course I pointed out, I go, oh, geez, the gig's struggling if this guy's pulled his iPad down. And he goes, oh, it ran out of batteries. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, like it always does when you tape stand-up on a plane. Um, so anyway, then I sit down and go, that's fair enough. I sit down. As so soon as I, soon as I sit down, yeah. I go to get something to eat. Pete Hellier goes up and he goes... Pulls it back up again, so... Can I let... So, I, when we talked about this on the show, I was curious about this, and I don't think you really gave me an answer whether you knew or not. Did people on this plane know that this was what... Like, when they booked the flight, was it to go on a comedian flight? Or was it just they, sprung on them? They knew. It wasn't like all of a sudden... 
Pete Heller is taking this plane to Cuba. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just jumps up and takes, commandeers the plane. No, yeah. so I think some of them knew. And then when they got up to the to the flight, there was like big signage, and it was like, "Hey guys, you're going to get comedy on the flight." So okay, right. It right. was okay. It wasn't completely unexpected. Right. Well, because I've because it was like this got... audience here tonight. They've come here, and then <laughs> some of them have gone. Oh, there is a little bit of comedy happening here tonight. So that's a nice surprise. <laughs> <laughs> this guy in the front row is putting his iPad away already. Yeah. Um, I because there's a video of it. The the the, the airline made like a highlight. Um, video of the gig so I've actually watched it right. and it's very funny because it's Tommy Little and uh, Peter Hellier who are well known comedians from the media and then you and they're <laughs> but it's funny because they're interviewing Peter, Peter Hellier and Tommy Little before the gig and, and they're very much like oh it's stand up on a plane I mean you know this is going to be I've never done anything like this before this is going to be very you know this is exciting and it's and a, you know, a silly thing to do anything could happen here and then it cuts to you and you're just like yeah well you know if this goes shit, at least there's going to be other comedians on the plane to talk to about it. It's like, just the difference in attitudes. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> that sums up quite well. You know what the other thing about this, plot, this uh, flight was? Um, what had also happened, I don't know why this guy decided to do this, but he decided to propose to his girlfriend on the flight. <laughs> so, it got to the end of the gig, and there was this really clumsy way of doing it. It was like, um, Tommy Little had emceed, and he uh, got to the end and went, right, now, someone's been sort of heckling all night, so let's get him up here. Um, to talk to us, and he hadn't been heckling at all. It was a weird and, setup. And all night, like it's midday, yeah, and the yeah, flight yeah. goes for like <laughs> half an hour. So he came up, and then went, and Tommy's like, "Oh, so have you got something to say for yourself?" And he goes, "Yes." Um, and then gets down into his sports bag, brings his girlfriend up. So his girlfriend's standing there. He just rumbles around in his sports bag for like a minute, and it's like we all know what's going to happen next. <laughs> so then he proposes to a girlfriend. All goes well, whatever. Um, they, they say yes, whatever, as they say in the classics. Um, but then I find out afterwards that someone else wanted to propose, oh. and they said, "No, nah, we've already got one of them." <laughs> so there are two people not married tonight <laughs> because someone got in first on the plane. So they've probably broken up. That's it. No more. That's that's like or pre- preventing that, a child from coming into the into the world. Or was that your just excuse for not proposing to your girlfriend on the same flight? <laughs> no, someone's already done it. I don't want to look yeah, hack. Yeah. I do like that guy, though, doing that, like, it's already a flight where you've got comedy happening on a plane. Like, something that's already something very out of the ordinary that would never happen. Yeah. And someone there going, geez, I reckon we need to spice this up a little yeah. bit. Like, <laughs> better add a bit of extra sauce onto the top of this. If there was a terrorist that comes over to try and take over that flight, people would have just been like, yeah, great, another thing. <laughs> awesome. How's this going to end up? All right, we all good tonight, guys? Because that was some pretty gold stories, and you guys are like, that's about six out of ten. Um. Uh, let me see, let me see what I had to talk about. Uh, oh, God, this is going well, isn't it? Maybe we should just bring a guest out here. Let's get a guest uh, out. Yeah, okay, cool. I've, got, no, I've, got, I've, got, I've actually got some stuff. Oh, you know what? I've got one thing that I want to talk about before we bring a guest out. Um, a friend of mine, uh, Sam Gray, who, who you know, who's working in the info booth here at the Comedy Festival, he found out this week that he's going to be on Millionaire Hot Seat. He auditioned for it a little while ago, right? Now, when he auditioned, I said to him, if you get on the show, you've got to wear a Dum Dum Club t-shirt on the show. And he's like, of course I'll do that. And now he's gotten it, but he'd sort of forgotten that he said that. So he's come up, he's like, I got it, man. I'm doing it. I'm doing Millionaire Hot Seat. I'm like, well, great. You're going to wear the Dum Dum Club shirt? And he's like, oh, I don't don't think I can. I don't want to. I'm like, you've got it. You said you would. That's the whole... How good is this going to be? And yeah. he's, That's the so, whole point of trying to win a million dollars. 
<laughs> but he showed me the contract and it's like all the things. It's like well, you've got to bring three clothing options with you. Yeah. So it's like grey Dum Dum Club t-shirt, blue Dum Dum Club t-shirt. Yeah. And then we just need to do like a third. Let's a do bare, a red one. bare chest Let's with see. us scrawling in texter. <laughs> hey, mate. But he's working. It says no branding, and he's like, "Oh, they'll 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 be on to me." I'm like, "Hey, mate, isn't a brand? It's just a thing." A dumb thing to say. Yeah. yeah. So he's trying to get out of it. And I said to him, "Man, what is more important to you, a million dollars or friendship?" I think is what it comes <laughs> down to. So, I don't know. We've got. I really want this to happen. Like, even if he like goes in with a jumper on, yeah. And then first question, he's like, "Oh, I'm a bit. Uh, <laughs> don't know. I didn't expect the studio lights to be this bright." And, uh, yeah. It's a lot of pressure and he just pulls it off and yeah. it's, you know, your head on his chest. And there's no way they would edit that out, so yeah. that's fine. That's no. definitely going to happen. No, I right. just really want to make this happen. I really yeah. want to make this happen. All right. So we'll try and keep you updated. It's happening in a couple of weeks and uh, that's something to talk about further down the line. Great. All right. All right. Let's crack on. Let's bring our first guest. He's been on the show many times before. Uh, you'll know him from the Something for the Drive Home podcast. Please welcome back to the Little Dum Dum Club, Bart Freeman! Yay! Yay! Yeah. Is, this your, is this your new thing, just saying whoop, whoop, whoop? Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> this is what we're doing, isn't it? We're doing whoop, whoop, crotch noises? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sweet. The lady in the front row looks very confused right yeah. now. There, there, was a tweet, there was a tweet on the way in where someone said, hey, I'm behind a, a lady in the crowd that seriously isn't going to enjoy this show. <laughs> I'm just wondering if uh, how close we are to that lady. Yeah. It would be hard to tell. Everyone looks like they're in absolute rapture at the moment, so... Is that the right word? Rapture? Rapture. Well, what, what do you think rapture means? It yeah. means they're going to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so That's it's like a church group, you mean? No, like, you don't have to... You could just go to heaven. Like, it's just a good, good place to be. You don't have to, you know... You know, heaven's... Do you, know, do you actually know what heaven is? Heaven is... Um, isn't it those, those ice creams where they're made and... <laughs> Then so everyone looks like they're going to ice cream at the moment. Is what you thought when you walked no, in? No, it's it's a feeling, man. You can't describe it. It's bigger than your words. Have you not had dinner? And this is like on cartoons when people get stuck on a desert island, and then you're just looking out, and you're just saying, everyone's, yeah. everyone's turned into an ice cream yeah. in your eyes. This could end with me eating someone's face. Yeah. <laughs> you're seeing nothing so. but buffalo bills out there. Tonight. Yeah, <laughs> buffalo yeah. bills. Oh, what's it? Buffalo oh. bills. <laughs> That. A delicious ice treat. That is a great slip and a delicious. <laughs> no, I meant the guy that took everyone's skin off in <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. That's what everyone looks like. It in and, delicious and chocolate. And his nose yeah. is bubblegum. <laughs> yeah, it puts the lotion on its skin, <sighs> or it gets a treat. <laughs> so. so, Bart, you were doing a show in a pillow fort, yeah, uh, for I a little was. while, was... and did that? How did that work out for you? It well. I'm, I'm not doing a pillow for anymore and it's excellent that I'm not. <laughs> Is that a good... I, I, I'm doing a show about wonderment in the comedy festival and initially I thought it would be a great idea to do it in a pillow for because kids are full of wonder and that would be a nice, it'd be a sweet idea. You guys think a pillow fort show, some of you would come to that maybe a few people nodding? It was fucked. It was... <laughs> just too intimate. It's too intimate. He, like there's no barrier. It's just me and 15 people and me going... Is it like one of those things where they say, you know, too many chiefs, not enough Indians? Too, too many pillows, not enough blankets? Yeah, that could have <laughs> been... Is that a thing? Been... Is that a technical term in your theatre world? No, but it is now. That's... <laughs> I should have... I had lots of blankets. It just didn't work. It was too intimate and because of that, it's more of a... One of those things where it's 
It's more of a conversation. It's not a show. People feel obliged to talk, and the things they say are generally shit. Me <laughs> <laughs> so, going, does anyone else have any dreams? People are like, oh, I like fire trucks. I'm like, that's fucked. What are we, we going to go from there? See, that sounds like what Carl's show has turned yeah. into, but you don't even yeah. have the excuse of it being in a pillow fort. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Is that one of your jokes? I like fire trucks. Have I just <laughs> taken your gear? Yeah. Sorry to stomp on your gear. That's fine. Yeah. Well, because Carl Woodbury, who's been on our show once before, who we painted a, a very accurate accurate picture of him as being a, a bit of a derelict, a bit of yeah. a, um, a, bit a, of a hope, a one-man hobo of comedy. Yeah. yeah. Um, you guys oh. were in the same venue in Adelaide. Yeah. He hitchhiked <laughs> yeah. there, didn't have a venue to stay in, uh, yeah. a place to stay in, so he just slept in your venue, he in slept, your pillow he fort. Slept, he slept in my pillow fort. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he lost his shoes. Like, they were stolen because he left them outside for about <laughs> ten hours. And we actually caught him having sex in the pillow fort on the last <laughs> night. Like, we came in, the, the other guys that were in the room... With someone else or with the pillows? I, don't, I didn't, like, I didn't part the curtain, so to speak, to look in <laughs> to see what he was doing. But we, we walked in, we'd, had a, we'd went and had pancakes because the other guys in the venue had won Best Emerging Comedy. And we got back into the venue and we're like, yeah, and we're like, Woodbury, are you in here, mate? Are you in here? Come on, we're coming in. He's like, no, it's not a good time. <laughs> like, are you having sex? He's like, oh, you guys have been real harsh in the moment, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was gold. I heard one of the best heckles. It wasn't directed at me for once last night, but I heard a story <laughs> last night. I heard a story last night that someone got halfway through their show last night and then one person just popped up and went, why are you telling us all this? <laughs> That's a very good question, I guess, in a way. It's yeah. <laughs> a much deeper question than I, I think they meant. Yeah. yeah. I, someone could really ask that now and I would not have an answer for it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I had, um, I, I had uh, my show uh, went up a bit late on Saturday night because the show before me went late and it was like 10 minutes into when my show was meant to have started and they're, like, I was waiting to get into the venue and these guys that were waiting to see my show were there as well and they've come up to me and they're like, hey man, we've got tickets to something right after you so we're probably going to have to leave your show early because it's running late and I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. So then the show starts and it gets sort of near the end and I can see them sort of, the two guys kind of fidgeting and checking their watches and I'm like, oh guys, there's like three minutes left, it's fine and then I checked my watch and went, shit, your show's starting now, like you, you guys should, you really got to go and so they kind of like, they're like up the back too so they really awkwardly kind of just walk out of the room and they're like as they're walking out they're like bye mate Thank, nice show sorry we can't see the end of it and then they leave and then because the other people in the audience didn't know what this arrangement was so I can see people looking at each other going oh fuck is it that easy like can we oh can we just go if we want can, like, and there are a couple of people who looked like they were considering just going well fuck now the door's been open let's yeah. just and I, like, I actually would have loved it if then every single other person had just followed them out if everyone yeah. gone oh we've seen enough I like how Brody was like so everyone else probably thought, oh, they've really hated this show and they've walked in. They're like, see you, mate, shit show. But yeah, anyway, I'm just going to... See ya. Not even to the end, but good luck for the rest of the yeah, run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, should we bring our next guest sure, on? Sure, let's do that. Bye, Freebird, everyone. Yeah. I'm going to move down one seat. I'm move over. I'm moving over. Uh, our next guest, he's been on the show before. You will know him from the ABC series Problems. Please welcome back in the little Dum Dum Club, Sam Simmons. That one there. Yes. Hooray. Hey, Sam. Hello. It's good to see you. What? Oh. That's right. Just adjust. some chair adjustment problems. Yeah. How you going? Good, yeah, good, good. I've got a bad ass, but I'm all right. You, good. Okay. 
But uh, food poisoning or dodgy just about diet? Ass, just about ass. Just yeah, just in general, is this a new yeah. thing or...? No, I think I might be internally quite unwell. But anyway, this is not, <laughs> a, this is not an anecdote just to like, you know, spread about. But anyway, yeah, you asked me before and you saw me in the loo, so yeah. Yeah, okay, that's good. So you've, you've had a bit of a whirlwind week. You went to LA for like two days or something. Yeah, last Monday. I, yeah. I left it. Like, and this is really annoying. I was on a connecting flight to um, Sydney. So I thought you had to get there like four hours before the flight. So I rocked up at two. Anyway, I had to be there at six. So it was kind of annoying just being depressed at the airport. <laughs> and then flew to, uh, flew to LA and, yeah, did some weird stuff over there. It was weird. Yeah. It was weird. That's weird going there and back like in, in the space of one week. Like that's yeah. such an intense... Yeah, I, I cancelled two shows to do it and then uh, got back on Thursday morning at like 10 and then just rocked up and did my show. Yeah. And do you think that kind of time zone shift might be... a Cause of your bad ass, like that might yeah. have something to do yeah. with it. Well, what they do, you know, on airplanes, I didn't know this is apparently a thing. They um, they clog up the meal, so you basically they constipate you on the plane. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, really? No, it's a real thing. The, the the food they actually serve you is stuff that actually clogs you up, so you don't right. use the toilet. And so you did two like thirteen hour flights within four days. Yeah, and then like two like thirteen hour shits for like one day. <laughs> yeah, it was the worst. But, yeah, so not not feeling great. I'm sweaty and weird. And, <laughs> yeah. Bad enough, really. I've just had a, I've had a shit day. In general. <laughs> I just went and like teched another gig just then, and I was so like me and the girl like we've both obviously had bad days. This is a girl who's running the venue. We're both just so angry at each other for no reason. <laughs> I felt so bad. I just bought her a little box of chocolates. Because I'm nice. lovely like that. <laughs> but then I, I gave it to her begrudgingly. I said, why doesn't anyone do this for me? <laughs> anyway, it was horrible. I got a great heckle uh, a few years ago. Um, and I, was, I was in Townsville and it was packed. in this massive theatre. And just halfway through, just someone just stood up and went, we don't understand. <laughs> I like one guy speaking on behalf of everyone. Mm. Like, I've done a survey around the room and... Uh, no, we don't get what's yeah. going on here. I, before we went on tonight, I, I ran into Greg Fleet and I said, oh, you know uh, Sam Simmons quite well. What's your, I talked to Sam about And he just goes, gay brother, truck driver. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. And then I... Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then so I was just bringing it up because I thought, I don't know if this is true or not, it or whether he's just trying to make me say that and seem like an absolute asshole. But see, those words, they could be two yeah. topics. They could be gay brother and truck driver. Yeah. That could be one topic, gay brother who's a truck driver. Yeah. Or it could be four separate things. Gay, <laughs> your brother, yeah, trucks, it, and driving. Yeah. It could just be a topic for set list. He might have got yeah. confused <laughs> this was set list. Yeah. What's no, the story? Well, well, okay, um, so Fleety and my brother go way back. And like, we all know about... Does everyone know who Greg Fleet is? Yeah. Yeah. You know about his problems? Have you all lent him money at some stage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I know, look, like, okay... Greg got off his head one night and he... Um, one night. Just, anyway. <laughs> Once. Ended up in bed with a man. It's the only time he sucked chode and it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a dear friend of my brother's. So, uh, oh, oh, right. Gavin right. Campbell. Well, I knew him as a 14-year-old boy, so I know the man that uh, <laughs> Greg Fleet succumbed to. <laughs> He's Succum- got a charming man. Sorry, succumbed. Anyway. Like, That's a word. It was right. him, it's one word, isn't it? Succumbed. So anyway, he, he, he led you into that. <laughs> Where does truck driver fit into that? Yeah. Well, my, my brother's like my brother's a, the, the least effeminate gay man you'll ever meet in your life. Like he's literally like a truck driver who roots men. He's <laughs> like it's so manly. It is so manly. He makes the act just seem so incredibly manly, <laughs> and it makes me feel like that when I'm like having my boring old heterosexual sex, how effeminate it is. Because <laughs> yeah. he's a man. Like he could bust in the door and point at you and be like, "Gay." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you're, and now, of course, you mo- you just said on Twitter the other day, you're moving to America. You're going for good. That's yeah. exciting. Get stuff lined up. What's the, what's the plan? It sounds like that episode of, like, remember in um, the end of The Office? 
With Gervais. <laughs> you got any things in the pipeline? Or more, more of these. More of these. More of these. Lots of things <laughs> in the pipeline. Um, no, I, I am. I'm over there doing lo- lots of stuff. I mean, I don't want to jinx a couple of things because they're my dreams. Mm. But um, I've, do- I've done a bit over there already, which has been great. I did um, Adam Devine's house party, which is the guy from Workaholics. Does anyone know who that is? Someone made a noise. So this no guy made a noise at that. Yeah, cool. yeah, so I did his uh, Comedy Central special thing, which was awesome. But they, they just seem to, they like they like a weird Australian over there, which is excellent. So, because you, like you, they're right up for it. It was really exciting. Like they're just like my like over here. They just go fuck. You're weird. But you've also In got the UK, that thing they where they go fuck. Don't be weird. We're weird. <laughs> they like a weird Australian. Bart, do you want to audition right now? Yeah, man. It is, seriously, it's like it's, oh, yeah. it's it's open over there for us. It's great. Rebel Wilson's done amazing things for yeah. us. Yeah, she's funny. Because you've you've also got that thing about you where like you can sort of like you put a thing on Twitter the other day where you put one of your tweets was something like oh, I just woke up woke up from a weird dream and then your next tweet was I'm playing the weird Australian gardener character in an episode of Parks and Recreation. Which says a lot about you that everyone just... I saw your feed just exploded. People went, oh my God. And I bought, I thought it was a real thing as well. well. Like, I actually auditioned. This right. is the thing. So I was putting it out into the ether. Just to see, like, maybe, maybe it'll come true. Like, it was the most, it was the most extraordinary, like, audition. So I was, was that like, tweet your audition? Just, no, just no, do no. this and see what they this, think. This literally happened. I was in there and, like, I don't know, the, the audition process over there is massively intense. And it goes through about three minutes. You just see this door and it just opens and then someone else goes in. And I'd been in there for, like, two minutes. So I started doing my American accent. And this woman just went, where are you from? And I'm, like, I'm from Adelaide in Australia. She said, just do it like that. So I started doing the audition and it was going quite badly. And then she was laughing at me a lot. She goes, I've got to get Greg in here. So she got Greg Daniels in, who's a producer of um, The Office and Parks and Rec and all that. And um, yeah, he's like, they kind of like me a lot. So I'm going to sit over there with a couple of writers. That's awesome, man. It's kind of exciting. Cool. Yeah, we're good. That's very polite. Ash, we've got this along yeah, with our third guest. Great. Okay, so I don't know if you guys listened to the show last week. Oh, Sam Simmons, by the way. Round of applause for yeah, Sam Simmons. Yeah. Thanks so much. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys heard the show last week or if you were here last week. We had an international guest, uh, Trevor Noah, who was meant to be on. And, okay, uh, he pulled out at the very last minute. He pulled out with half an hour to go. Uh, he pulled out with what Sam Simmons has got right now, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Badass, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, that was very disappointing because, you know, these shows in the comedy festival, we like to sort of make them as big as we can. We like sure. to have, you know, big name guests. It's yep. for, you know, it's the international comedy festival. It's fun to have an international guest. So, you know, that was very disappointing. So we thought this week we'd go all out and, and try and really make up for it and get kind of the best international guest we could. Big name. Uh, Straight so to Hollywood. We've, so we've, we've, we've called out all our favours. We've pulled out all the stops. We have a massive guest. Uh, you know him from No Country for Old Men. You know him from Skyfall. Please welcome into the little dum-dum club, Javier Bardem! I want you to tell me something, little Tom-Toms. I see the entrance music was cued from the beginning of the song. Yes. That is appropriate. I know you requested that we play this when you came on. What I requested... (laughs) Tommy. Yes. And I think this is very important for how we were going to proceed. Yes. Tell me something, Tommy was very bad, wasn't she? Tommy. Yes. Was, 
I do, yeah. Very, very, very bad, wasn't she? I think, uh, hmm. Oh, what did she do to you? I've got, to, I've got to be honest right now, I haven't actually seen Skyfall, so I don't... <laughs> I mean, I watched a clip on YouTube and... Well, let me to fill you in on what is happening. I'm just chewing scenery right now. I wanted to fill in. I imagine you have audiences that are listening. Pardon? I'm striking an incredible <laughs> stage picture if you are listening at all. The music can elegantly fade out. I would not mind it. That was pretty elegant. Does elegant mean that. sudden? Because I think we nailed it. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> Carl, I've been listening to your work. I'm a fan. <laughs> but I have to tell you something. You scare me. <laughs> have you ever been scared? <laughs> oh, he's touching. He's actually touching me. I am only grazing the side of your cheek with my nose. Do you like my Basque features? Oh. You, you actually smell evil. I, I smell like a donkey because I have a donkey's face. <laughs> I'm the most attractive donkey you will ever see. <laughs> that Can was amazing. You just transitioned from rubbing Carl's leg to mine in like one... When you one learn something about of... acting, you learn about transitions. They're elegant transitions. <laughs> <laughs> you to take care of. Sam, 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 Sam. I can't deal with your head. <laughs> Sam, perhaps you would not be willing mm. to work on a project you're moving to Los Angeles. I'm happy to do things, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want, whatever you want. Oh, yeah. You know you could have a promising career. Mm. What you need to do yeah. is experiment because all actors are yeah, <laughs> all actors are bisexual and it bleeds out in their performances. <laughs> My ass isn't great at the moment. <laughs> You know, I will tell you a story about my ass. <laughs> Daniel Craig sodomized me so hard. <laughs> he punished me. I bit down on his cyanide capsule. <laughs> Do you know what happens when you bite down on his cyanide capsule? <laughs> it makes it easy for blowjobs. <laughs> Again, this, this is, is what's happening. Our photographer is fucking around, <laughs> not with his camera out. There is a blowjob happening on stage, this, and this he's is gone a, from history. Is yeah. that a pretty accurate re re recreation of Greg Fleet and your brother's friend? <laughs> so, Tommy, if you haven't watched Skyfall, you just saw the whole movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool, yeah. I'll there is one crucial event I think we are forgetting, and that is I'm a very obvious standard for Julian Assange. Oh, yeah, sure. Because if there's something scarier than Julian more, Assange... More touching, yeah. It's a gay Julian Assange. <laughs> that adds more depth to WikiLeaks. <laughs> Imagine if you say WikiLeaks with an with a obvious lisp. Wiki, 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 leaks. I demand a stronger reaction. <laughs> Or I will blow both of our brains out. <laughs> I will blow both of our brains out. <laughs> mommy, <laughs> mommy, why don't we end it right <laughs> now? <laughs> I want to, mm, I want to end it with mom. But no, but, oh. Best, best stripper gram ever. Kiss me, kiss me, you end it all. Kiss me. 
this check word. Again, he's just put the camera away. What are you doing? What are you taking photos of? Can we just, can you go over to our photographer just so we can get one damn photo out yeah. of this night, please? Does he want the photograph? He's over there. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, pardon me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what is your name? <laughs> you don't have to long to live. <laughs> you should probably make the most of it. <laughs> what is your name? Mark? <laughs> I have a coin I can flip. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to flip it going? Where are you? By the way, I want to point out that I do not speak Spanish. <laughs> I, uh, I, well, I was raised by people with thick Spanish accents. <laughs> I've learned a few nominal phrases in Tonsis, but <laughs> So Javier, uh, how long have you been in the country for? Like what, what are you actually doing here? I don't let people know how long I go places. <laughs> I have to come and go. I've taken on the character Raul Silva. Permanently. Oh yeah, I did. I did know. For people listening at home, you you don't look. You don't. You are dressed up like your character Raul Silva. I am my character. Something happens sometime in the life of an actor when he becomes his character. <laughs> you are sweating a lot. <laughs> I will give you one strange. tip. It is not sweat. <laughs> it is liquefied sperm. <laughs> You sound like you sound like the count from Sesame Street. <laughs> but the gay count from Sesame Street, like I want to suck your cock. Ah ah ah. One one cock. Two. That is accurate except the number of cocks I wish to suck is incalculable. <laughs> <laughs> Arithmetic alone could not accomplish it. I think It uh, is a high level calculus problem. Some of the, the the teeth are going to be lost in the audio. And that's there's some of this is just, I don't think is ever going to be able I to think be. that is accurate. And that's partly why I've come here is because I wanted to hack into your podcast network. Okay. We don't have a network. We're just one podcast. <laughs> I beg to differ. You see, you see, I have hacked in already. Oh, shit. From my temporary Australian phone. <laughs> what you need to do is hack into your dentist account and tell him to do a proper job next time, I think. Uh, have you ever gotten free dental work, Carl? <laughs> All you have to do is some licking and hacking and licking of his asshole. It's not a good combo, <laughs> licking and hacking. <laughs> I beg to differ. How do you think I brought the drudge report down for six hours? <laughs> Jesus. So what do you, what, like, why do you want to hack into our podcast? What are you hoping to achieve by because doing Because I want to reveal your listeners to the world is in vengeance. <laughs> in vengeance for what you do to me when you... <laughs> you notice that the teeth fill in for when I don't have an idea what to do <laughs> I want vengeance for you not booking me on your show last week and blaming it on me not showing up. <laughs> I'm, I'm very surprised, Javier, because what I read about you, I did a, bit of, a little bit of research before the show, it said on Wikipedia that you are a stated fan of heavy metal music with a penchant for ACDC. And looking at this, you don't strike me as your regular ACDC fan. Why don't they strike it? No teeth. Yeah, oh yeah, no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I have been shaken all night long. Have you ever shooken someone all night long? 
I would but normally say yes, but not to a man that looks like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Wikipedia pages is constantly being edited. I go on under a number of fake names <laughs> and edit my own. I started my own page. I should let you know. I started with Javier Bardem. I'm, I'm not going to take it out to make it easier. I'm <laughs> I suggest you something. Have you ever started your Wikipedia page? I've, I've, I've tampered with them, yeah. yeah. I've made mine look better. Of course you do. Yeah. do you Where's your show on? My show? About I don't have a show. Oh. I'm merely here as industry. I, I, just, I, I, totally, I totally can't cope with you right now. I know the man beneath and it's, this is not right. <laughs> I do know them. Sometimes a character is merely a cover for what we want to do in our real life. Mm. Do you understand this? Yeah, cool. Do you understand me? Yeah. I read your file on my on my Australian cell phone. <laughs> Sam Simmons. Psychological evaluation. Fail. <laughs> Medical evaluation. Fail. Yeah. Sexual evaluation. Tick. Unknown. Oh. <laughs> Perhaps we would like to find out. I'll take you up with cravat. <laughs> It's a cravat, an ascot. I prefer the term ascot. It also functions. It also functions as an anal bead if you play yeah, with it. All right. <laughs> all right. Please don't lose me now. I've got a horrible feeling, like I, something. There's something, some trauma from my childhood that just just looked like you. There's just something. <laughs> I've seriously got the, I've got the sweats on just like you. I feel like, I don't know what happened. There was a tampering at some point. I've You're got scratching on no her neck. Yeah. I'm so nervous about something. There's something. Maybe it's an Do you feel like a child now? Would you like to be abused? I don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> we could go to the playground. Yeah. Well, <laughs> go on, go on the swing Only on. role play with adults. I have no interest in anyone. I like to play chess with people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Something I read about you on your uh, again on your Wikipedia is that you were a you were a male stripper. I want to like point out, day. I think it's lazy when interviewers <laughs> <laughs> look up information on Wikipedia. You never know who could hate me and go in there and sabotage my reputation. Well, you said you'd hacked into our podcast, so you should have learned that that's the bulk of the research that we do on this show. <laughs> my, my, whenever you go to my Wikipedia page, you're helping my hacking. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Wikileaks asshole. <laughs> What did the information did you have? It said that uh, you were a male stripper for like a day. It was more than a day. <laughs> is it today? It says that God created the world. <laughs> it has been said that God created the world in seven days, Tommy. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that literally? Uh, sure. Or yeah. do you believe that the process uh -oh. of evolution oh, takes no, us no. down oh, certain no. paths that oh. could be considered a day's work, that may be a lifetime oh. of an entire universe? Why do all your philosophies involve so much touch? <laughs> <laughs> I believe in a hand-on educational approach. <laughs> I just really felt like when we, when we reached out to get Javier Bardem on the show, we were going to be able to talk about his career, about the great movies that he's done. Like, I, I just, I don't know. It's blah, blah, blah. Boring, <laughs> boring, boring, boring. <laughs> I played someone in a wheelchair. <laughs> I worked with Pedro Amador so many times. Brilliant, brilliant, blah, 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 blah. Now I found the perfect character and I intend to sit in it forever. <laughs> <laughs> but what happens if you get asked to do like another acting role? Are you just going to do, is every character you do from now on just going to be... This is how I show up. If there's another costume I put on, 
I will go over this blonde wig. Yeah. If you need other false teeth that you need to put over the top of those ones. You know something? There's nothing more difficult than working with false teeth. It's a constant... Uh, Sanford Meisner said that teeth should always be avoided, but I have to do it. There's no other way that I'm... Sometimes... Sometimes I hit what I call vowel collapse. <laughs> where, 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 the, the nomencl- <laughs> where the nomenclature that I am using just sort of hits a, <laughs> a minimum temperature and, uh, 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 <laughs> and it's just sort of groaning vowel sound. <laughs> you would have thought with the cast of Bart Freebun and Sam Simmons that we were already going to be weird enough, but um, <laughs> I think you have thrashed them. You know, Carl, I don't like when someone sells me out to an audience full of people because <laughs> perhaps the remark didn't get the reaction that he expected. It. Uh, That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> I think I can read psychological motivations of what you're trying to do to me, and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. You look like Bernie Eccleston fucked Matt Preston. <laughs> it's just not working for me. I'm not being convinced. It's going to sound great. I think it will. If anything, it looks much better than it would sound to anyone listening anywhere else. Well, I just... Liberace's like... Like... Well, he didn't have children, did he? But, like, Liberace <laughs> shut out a... I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. But I it was adopted. That <laughs> 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 cannot go on. I suddenly feel ill. I know. This is just an excuse for more touching, isn't it? I think it is, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I suddenly feel ill. Please, Tommy. I don't know if I'm right with God. (laughs) Do you mind if I pray the rosary (laughs) with you? I'm going to allow this. Uh, Oh, Mother, Mother Mary of God. Mother Mary of God, please be good to us. Okay, my my girlfriend is here. If someone could get her to leave... um, (laughs) Just I sit think outside that would be best. I minutes. think that would be best is you leave. We'll get a cab home together. It'll be fine. Forgive me, Father, for I have seen. I'm pretty hairy, right, guys? Mr. Wrong. For those of you listening on the internet, Tommy is getting his nipples stroked. Yeah. And also, your identities will be revealed very soon. I just. Does it feel uncomfortable to you? It's actually more delicate than I expected you to be. Thank God. You know, there's one thing that would make me I'm very sitting happy. sitting here with my teeth hanging out. Like, <laughs> a modicum God. of reciprocation, if you wouldn't mind. Oh, you want me to... If you could. Uh, this, just is, touch. this is entering a dangerous just downward like, I will warn you that I have 18 nipples. <laughs> <laughs> this is just encouraging people to never come to our live show. Because they get the show at home without seeing anyone's nipples on stage. Yeah. What is wrong with this nipple on stage? It's, it's Do you mind nip- if I... <laughs> I don't think I have much of a choice, Look do I? Look what they did to me. Pity, pity. Tickles. Oh, God, it really tickles. A perfect analogy for WikiLeaks. <laughs> again, again, if you haven't heard the show, we do this every week, so... Um, water. I think what, that's... Uh, the water's been spilled. Oh, oh, oh shit. Shit, is that part of... Was that a mistake to draw away no. the focus? Everything... Boobs? That was just a Everything metaphor, has been planned. <laughs> Anything to stop nippy tweaks. I'm running out of things that I can go to. <laughs> okay, look, well, I think after someone getting their nipples sucked live on stage, that's pretty much has to be the end, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think that's the money. Guys, please give a round of applause for Javier Bardem! Yay!
What are you, what are you doing? What are... <laughs> That's a good stage speech. Okay. Uh, guys, that does bring us to the end of the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Round of applause for Bart Freebar and Sam Simmons. What, uh, what, what have you guys got coming up? Bart Freebar? Oh, yeah, my show last week. It's called The Age of Wonder. You can find tickets, details on my website, bartlol.com. Hmm. Sounds very normal after all that, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sam Simmons? You, uh, your sh- show continues. Sh- trivia, hi-fi bar, and when I like the, the Parks and Rec thing, don't get all excited. I'm sitting with writers. It's not a, it's not a thing. Just relax. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I just don't want to look like a dickhead in the end. Sweet plug. Um, yeah. <laughs> My dreams are just gonna yeah, they're just crumbling. It's fine. Javier, anything you'd like to plug? Wikipedia. <laughs> forward slash Javier. <laughs> Great. Go check that out. Uh, Are you going to say who he really is or not? Or is he going to spoil it? What? what? Yeah, spo- nothing. doesn't matter. Nothing. Right. nothing. I think amazing. that they, I think, guys are mate. Yeah. Sam, I think that the metadata on the download information will be plenty oh, for anyone to, <laughs> to put the pieces together. Can you just do something for me? Can you please just do Skeletor just for a minute? Do you want me to do Can Skeletor? Can you please just do Skeletor oh, for a minute? Oh, man. <laughs> I am gay, no. obviously. Do the real I am real dying real. from AIDS. Oh. Perhaps the curtain should have fell 10 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> Guys, we've got our own shows. We're on for one more Sky week. Fall, <laughs> let it come on. 7.15 and 9.45pm at the Forum. Uh, we're, we're in also... Sydney next week. For people that are at home, we're in Sydney doing a live uh, podcast in Sydney. We're doing our own solo shows next week as well. Yeah. Who knows what strange actors Come and suck on Tommy's come. nipple. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will be dressed as a police officer <laughs> boarding public transportation sometime in the next week. <laughs> Guys, that's it. Thanks very much for coming and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.